What's up, Inspired Fam? I'm going live right now with a really good buddy of mine, Ben at PriceCloud. We're going to be talking about everything supplements, Inspired, PriceCloud, the team up between us. So next slide, it's going to have a swipe up with the link. Make sure you come and say what's up to us. First try every time. <laughs> I wish I was that good. Dude, when you're so used to just making up shit as you go, it just, you know, comes second nature. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, they call it the gift of gab. Right. More fun when it's candid, you know? It's more real and sincere because if it's scripted, you know that's been produced specifically to manipulate you, you know, like a sales pitch. And that's why. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If you like, if you if you try to manufacture it too much, then it's not real. Although I do enjoy your uh, your quick hits with, uh, with Landon when he's not ready. And he gets so mad. He's like, Chris, you make me look like such a goober. I'm like, because you are a goober, but that's a good thing. He's like so happy, joyful, and optimistic. But being like a musician, like you can't show that all the time. It has to be like serious. Yeah. And me, like, dude, I don't care what people think. It's just rolling with it. You guys are real, and I like that, you know? Dude, and that's one thing, you know, I, I bonded with you. And one thing that's lacking of this industry even people that I'm friends with too, I could tell like it's scripted when they get around other individuals, other business people that have to yeah. talk this kind of cadence or whatnot like that. I'm like, I'm the same no matter what, you know, just fucking see the Dude, I think it's the best way. So we are live. So we can, I mean, I think you have a list of things you want to talk about, but I think we could take this uh, with just that talk right there, how real you guys are. You guys have had a couple good years. I think it's because you guys are real and honest with your people. Transparency, sincerity, and uh, showing people that you're vulnerable. That's yeah. what a lot of company owners don't do, right? They're just impervious or invincible to be able to go through anything. And the reality is they're a bunch of sad-ass motherfuckers. They just don't show it to anybody. <laughs> like, really, you know, are they are they're consumed by their own ego that's kind of dictating what they say and their pathologies and with us you know i think when i started inspired i definitely had much bigger of an ego than i do now and i've been humbled throughout the years for going through so many things but what i found is like you could only uphold that level of like narcissism and being shallow for so long before it starts to erode at you and your own character and i think it starts to impact everything right so once i just started being 100 percent chris and not fake manifest any weirdness people started to gravitate to me more to inspired more and that's one thing i contribute to why i've been so successful the past couple of years what was the fake chris were you just trying were you trying to be a ceo dude i was spending money i didn't have to impress people i didn't fucking give a shit about but i thought i need to so <laughs> it was more so me exactly trying to buy friends trying to buy people's happiness you know what i mean or having a portrayal of myself but like I've got a dope watch, right? Spend 10 grand on a watch. What the fuck does that do? Nothing. You know what I mean? Spend, you know, hundreds of dollars a month on shoes just to try to have an image. So that, that's what I mean. That, that would be just me trying to compete with people that I thought were happy because they had goods and they're not. And, do you do the now, instincts now that you're a dad? Like speaking of sneakers, because you said you spent so much money on sneakers. Do you just do a six now that you're a dad? Dude, just Chucks. I'm cheap, dude. <laughs> it's been Chucks for a long time. I went through a period of having to get like all the new Nikes and shopping all the time. And I was making good money because, you know, I was at 
Diamatized, when I was at Diamatized, I was brokering stuff. And I got, you know, left Diamatized to start Inspired. And I was just broke as shit. You know, I had a bunch of money in my savings that I lived off of. And uh, that was it. And that diminished within a matter of like six months. You know, I had zero in my savings. Bank account was overdrawn. Every week I'd get like a freaking call from a debt collector and whatnot. That was intense, dude. So, yeah, I mean, the only way to find true happiness is to like really accept yourself and not try to just manipulate yourself to fit other people's like agendas and whatnot. Yeah, I like it. All right, man. Well, people are starting to shuffle in. So let's introduce this. We got we got Chris Waldrum from Inspired. We're doing, I don't know if we're calling this a podcast. We're just doing a fun little live with Chris. We're, uh, we're kicking off a long year of a couple of cool collabs that I think that you and I are, are, are working on together. Obviously, Landon and Mike as well are, are all working together on this. And wanted to get live and, and talk and stuff and, and let's us let's see where things go. We've done this a couple of times before and it's usually pretty fun. So welcome back to the show. It's nice to have you back. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me here. Uh, whoever's watching right now, thank you for watching this little tidbit. But if you could stay through the whole thing, we're going to divulge some awesome shit that you're going to be very interested in. I promise that. I've got an hour for tonight. I can't do the full two hours. That we oh, that, do. Dude, that works perfect because I got my wife a massage at six. So it has to be like an hour. So boom, perfect timing, dude. <laughs> so, so where have you been? What's So 2019, you had the hell of the year, you know, just in, insane. I know I made fun of you a little bit, but I never meant any of it maliciously. <laughs> you know, you, you guys killed it, killed it. You won a certain incredible award from one of my peers, which I'm super proud of you for. And, uh, and then, and then 2020, you guys did some cool stuff, but it, it wasn't the same momentum. So what's like, what's coming in 2021? What, tell me about how you got here. I want to, I want to un, open this up. Yeah. So I've said this a couple of times too, for nobody that knows 2019, we had to really kind of reassess the going. And me, when I started the company, I had the same inflated ego like a lot of these people. And a lot of customers and clients that I'm helping to build brands have this kind of idea that you are only as good as like your formulas. And that's completely not true because what makes a $20 formula better than necessarily a $10 formula is the perception and the marketing and the communication and how you deliver that. But I was like, let's make this highest quality pre-workout that costs me 15 bucks, which is just prohibitive to be able to sell into retail. So I started the company on that. I found that nobody's going to be taking the same exact pre-workout forever unless it's white cut because it was just kind of an anomaly at the time. It was extremely successful, but that's not something that's sustainable. So 2019, a couple peers of mine were like, hey, why not like a multivitamin? I was like, why the fuck would I do a multivitamin? That's stupid. You know, and then we start to put this thing together and it comes out to be, you know, what our multivitamin is, which is a showstopper. It's just a great product. Same thing with the green. So what we did was reassess like, okay, we're not a pre-workout brand. What are we? A performance lifestyle brand, which is obviously overutilized, but we're more of like a, a high quality sport wellness brand. And that's just available to the mass instead of just the pre-workout junkies that need a high level of DMAA or whatever it is that they look for. So 2019, we rolled out a protein with collagen, probiotics, and you know, it was a hit. People were like, holy shit. You know, we didn't think that the protein gate could necessarily be changed unless you use like peptides, which are overpriced and nobody uses hydrolysis because it's extremely expensive. Or you use, uh, what was that one? Chromax from 
Nutrition 21. Yeah. So yeah, so people, Velocitol, there you go. So there wasn't really anything innovative in that market until we hit it. And now you see a lot of people following suit because you need to have something that's unique in the marketplace if it's going to stand out and not just with the cost of goods and having like a stack formula. 2020, I'm going to get out of breath here because I'm, I'm dying of heat. 2020, people were like, man, Inspired slowed down and tons of people made comments like, man, you guys completely dropped off. No, that was completely strategic while everybody else, and there's a couple brands that really excelled launching, launch after launch, retail was down by like 70, 80%. So everybody was like spending their juice and I was just holding back. It was like, why right now? The world is shut down. We could launch the dopest stuff, but if we're not moving serious weight, you know, it's not going to its fullest potential. So we weren't sleeping. It was just like, dude, hold off, hold off, push back, push back. Late 2020, um, we had a lot of stuff planned, but the supply chain just, you know, had other ideas for it. And it pushed a lot of launches to 2021. So 2021 is kind of like the accumulation of what we had to do in 2020, but being a little bit more strategic with it instead of launching when the world was dead, because we're huge in Australia. Australia locked down almost, you know, more than anybody. You know, we're big in the UK, UK lockdown, Canada lockdown. So if we launched these new SKUs and they couldn't get into the country, then you're just spending like all your good assets on something that's not like a viable, you know, distribution outlet or doesn't have the demand. So we were sleeping. And I know a lot of people said that, but look at 2021, dude, it's, it's been freaking insane, insane. Dude, if you guys were sleeping, I mean, devastated the union was 2020. That is, that isn't exactly sleeping to me. You know, I think it's, it's tough to like continuously come out every single year with a heavy hitting season. You know, I mean, I, I think that a lot of brands are growing too quickly for themselves. I, I, I'm not to be wrong. There's, there's a few companies that have been able to do it, you know, two, three years in a row, but eventually you got to like take inventory and take care of growing pains. I'm sure you've dealt with those. Yeah. That, so that's fortifying other aspects of the company outside of just like your gross product. Yeah. Right. So that would be building a team. So we have people that work for us internationally. We have, uh, I don't want to call them sales reps, but we have like relationship managers that have taken <laughs> a lot of the accounts that I built up, you know, just to keep them because I don't have enough time in the day to do literally anything. So a lot of people feel like they'll be uh, unaccounted for or not being taken care of properly. So we're filling people in to do that for us. That was kind of the strategic thing that we did in 2020 was not necessarily launching stuff, but how do we fortify like the workflow of Inspired without like having a gluttonous team like a lot of people where they fuck up they start with like 30 people sales reps everything and then slowly it starts to implode yeah and that's what you can see with like these legacy brands all the sales reps i know all of them were making in the mid 100s now they're lucky if they get a job for 60 salary yeah <laughs> so it's a complete change in environment and we've adapted in just the modern way and we have a consolidated team but everybody is ultra productive and ultra competent and uh so yeah uh, it's interesting i I, th- I thought of it the other day but how many companies do you know that are like actually successful and doing well and have an outside sales rep team that don't just have one because they've always had one you know like think of companies in the last five years that have come out not you know like um 
like Nutribio still has an outside sales rep team, but they've been around for 20. Think of a, like a new up and growing company that is building an outside sales rep team. That's that that's non-existent right now. As far as I know, maybe I'm th- forgetting someone, but I can't think of anyone who's doing that. You guys are, are modern, you know? Consolidated workforce is everything. And, and our team could be satellites too. Like they don't have to be within an office, which is just that old archaic corporate structure that just doesn't work these days. Um, so I think like, making everything linearized and consolidating the team and then using assets of people that we know that are very well developed and established and rely on relationships. That's allowed us to grow with very small overhead, which means our margins just exponentially higher. So the actual value of inspired is much more than somebody would think just because of the efficiency that we have. And speaking of working on your team, you got Landon coming in who is just, Seems to be uh, a, a creative person, just like overall, like in the discussions I've had, the way that he thinks, he thinks like sideways about things. And I like it. Uh, he seems to bring a lot to the team. And I think that was a pretty big move for 2020 as well. Dude, it was massive, man. And he hit me up um, in 2020, like early 2020. And he's like, hey, man, I know it could be an asset to the team. I know I could help you build. I'm like, yeah, everybody fucking says that. Like, I get so many people that want to work with Inspired. I could build Inspired. I could do all this. And uh, there's absolutely zero follow through and it could be the integrity of the individual or they're just full of shit because everybody hypes themselves up and it's completely unjustified. So Landon, we have conversations, conversation comes out, hangs out with me and we totally bonded. And he's the only other person I've ever worked with that has like the same level of thought process that I do thinking about a million different things, how to configure it, how to make it like work mechanistically. He's like that. And before then, it was just only me doing the creative, which is just fucking exhausting. <laughs> all the formulations, you know, everything, all the R&D. So, and, and I've had other people that I worked with, but they were just, you know, 50% capacity of what I needed. I need some yeah. of that full aptitude. I could just crush it. Landon was that. So, like, for creative, it's a shit because now I could come up with an idea and he helps establish it, build it up, and come to fruition or he could just throw something out there and I could just run with it instead of just like second guessing myself. Like, I think it's dope, but you know, is it really dope? You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I like, I like Landon a lot. I think at least from my perspective with price plow, when I, you know, talk with a company, there's a difference between people who come in and like, can you just make a video about this product? And there's people who come in and, and think from a creative standpoint, how can you collaborate with a content creator who knows what they're talking about? Right. Yep. There's a there's a huge difference in the type of individual that thinks about those kinds of ways. And from the beginning, our first conversation with Landon, he was like, I got so many cool ideas that we can work together, you know. And I think that's important because so much of this industry is dogmatic and stuck in their ways. And, and mm-hmm. I don't know, from the, from the first time that I met you, even if you were that fake person when I met you back, what was it, 2016 or whatever, like you, you still were taking a stab at a different angle of the industry even if at that point you were obsessed with, you know, huge formulas or whatever, you were trying to take things set, uh, in a different direction, which I, I have a lot of respect for. So Landon seems to be fitting into the team really well. Yeah, he's an artist. And like, I've been into art, music, played in bands like my entire life. So when we take a, a direction or a pathway to find a formula to make something work, it's different, right? It's multifactional. So there's multiple outlets to get one answer. Where a lot of people that just think on linear plane and they're like, this is how it has to be done. 
And uh, there's never like one fucking right answer. There's a lot of wrong answers, but there's <laughs> ways to accomplish it. And that's kind of how his brain thinks too. And that's how my brain thinks too. So the synergy there in between, it's just, it's limitless, dude. And that's why yesterday we checked out this warehouse that's fucking bigger than Costco. I like, saw that. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Like I'm going to get a go-kart just to like drive around and talk to the employees. <laughs> <laughs> there's Chris again. <laughs> Hayden, uh, but yeah. No, you're right, man. So as a company owner and founder, and now with him coming on as a CEO, when you approach a task or you need to solve a problem and come up with a solution, as like an artist, you think different than somebody that has like a business degree who might have like one of the most logical ways of thinking how to apply, you know, the knowledge to get the, the solution. But us, it's like there's a million different ways. So it allows us to be a little bit more creative and they're in, even like um, enhancing the, the process of how to get to that solution or how to get that answer. I just find because because obviously a lot of people in, in the industry are business minded, business professionals that come from business backgrounds. But when you deal with um, creative individuals, it's a different approach. Business, I find business individuals or minded folk often think that there's some sort of formula. You can crack the formula and that's how you can find the same success as a Redcon, a Muscle Farm, a Ghost or whatever, you know, like, like they look at how something was done and they think I can do that. Replicate. Um, yeah. And, and, and it just seems like the, the people who are making waves these days aren't trying to follow an algorithm or a mold, you know, and, and that's what I seem to like about you guys. I gave you guys props because you were one of the first to do greens in an interesting way, right? Opti greens or green vibrance or all, all those guys, they, they've existed for forever, whatever, you know, but um, I like that you called yourselves a, uh, a sports wellness brand coming in taking greens into a different kind of category. was a big move for you guys. Um, and I, you have to have love for it because now everyone's doing greens, you know, whether or not, I'm sure people will say that they were inspired by it, but you did something different and that's, that's commendable. So and I, it's, it sounds like, cause you guys did greens in 2019, you're bringing it bigger in 2021, right? Yeah. We, uh, we did a first run of our flavored greens and it sold out in a month and we do pretty good sized runs and, uh, Aquamine's been out of stock since February and we just got Aquamine in stock. So it was a massive launch for us, huge hit, great revenue that month. And then complete out of stock, we're just sitting around like wondering what the hell when this is going to clear up, when the situation is just going to get better. Um, but yeah, so when we put together the greens, my whole thought process of that was the same way when I put together Devastate. Because prior to Devastate, there were some good pre-workouts out there, but a lot of them were still like this overly saturated thousand ingredient proprietary blend, right? Like no vapor or no explode back then. And uh, I just thought it'd be so much easier to communicate to the, the clientele and our customer if it was broken down into like clear, readable segments, right? And that's where the whole citrulline came from, that alanine. And it was all based off of freaking PubMed data or examine where you could see the actual clinical dose. So that was the kind of angle. It's like I, when I took nanobaper, I'm like, wow, this is a dope formula because everything's in here. Yeah. You know, everything's in that one milligram. You know, there's not really <laughs> so. But I didn't know that. It's just like this soup, everything in the kitchen, including the sink kind of thing. But when we did this, we wanted to like compartmentalize and break it down so people could see, okay, this is strictly for endurance. This is hydration. This is focus. This is energy. And so that really spoke to people. 
So when yeah. we did the greens, it was the exact same way. Like I obsessed over the greens formula for months, months, just looking at, okay, how do you differentiate it? How do you make it actually beneficial to the individual instead of something that's like a greens powder that really doesn't do anything, you know, alfalfa, yeah. wheatgrass, and you're like, eh, that's a drop in the bucket. You should probably have fresh greens. And that's why ours, like, it has greens in there, but it's, it's, that's like a small portion of it, a small percentage of it. The rest is to actually help your body function on a superior level, help your body come to homeostasis and find some sort of balance. And that's how you increase wellness, I think, at like a fundamental level. So I'm going to give you a tough question, and I'm, def- I'm betting you have an answer for this. But it's a, it's a, as, as Price Plow, if I didn't know you guys, I'd, I'd pose this question. So I feel only I have to because you're my friend. I'm gonna, people say I, I don't give hard enough questions. Why didn't you go with the standardized ashwagandha? Because I think it's a, I think it's a good question. At the time of that product coming out, KSM 66 was in pretty much every category of every product everywhere in 2019. It was in test boosters. It was in nootropics. It was in everything. You guys came out with a greens product and I can think of my own reasoning for why you did what you did, but coming from you, what, what was the reasoning for just a extract that isn't, Patented. Yeah. Yeah. So, so a couple things go into that. Um, there's a couple different layers. I would say the first layer of not having KSM in there is because the individual that we're marketing to doesn't give a shit about KSM. They don't even know it exists. Yeah. And then you have to put more marketing effort to publicize, educate. We also had KSM inside of like three other products. So then it becomes a little redundant and you're like, okay, I have two grams of KSM a day. I'm super relaxed. So there's that, you know, there wasn't the identity that the customer base that we're trying to reach would really care. They just see ashwagandha and they identify with that. They totally understand it. Second would be working with a trademark company, the availability of these ingredients. And now there's such scarcity, whereas you use something like a generic ashwagandha, that's 1% with amyloids or whatever, maybe always available. You could always get a source of that too. And the same thing with a lot of aspects of that, to be honest, like we use TrueServe in there, which I kind of regret because Futureceuticals is just notoriously out of product. And if you have that much of a demand, then get an investor to give you a billion dollars, guys, like figure your shit out. So, and I, and I learned that the hard way too, definitely. But yeah, so consumer awareness, KSM, it's big. I think we were one of the companies to really utilize it inside of uh, Legend, which was yeah. end of 2015. And then we had it in Ember and then we just rock and rolled. And now you see the tons of fat burgers, right? Yeah. So consumer awareness and then availability, the scarcity of these ingredients, um, the ability, ability of these vendors to be able to actually keep up with the demand, which they just don't. Like Aquamine, since February, we've been out of stock for you know months now, which is just a yeah. tragedy. And then the third one would be cost of goods. The cost of goods for the product is already expensive. Like our greens is probably the most expensive greens outside of a uh, you said one that's on like Amazon for about 60 bucks. Like that's super expensive. It's like 15 bucks a week, but uh, ours is super high. So it's like that balance, that ratio of how do you develop a comprehensive formula that the customers kind of love without having your cost of goods so high that it inhibits your ability to market online. Because there definitely is like a formula ratio of what your margin needs to be online to have like a ROI and still get yeah. like acquisition of customers. So those would be like three things, which, that makes sense. No, I like it. I think the fact that you brought up the cost of goods is like that, that shows some transparency, right? Because that's not what a lot of brand owners would want to say. But unfortunately, I mean, look at the you look at the formula, it's stacked label, you know, and if if you go expensive on every single ingredient, 
you're not making any money at some point, as, at least with the amount of ingredients you have on there. And I think the other thing that a lot of people don't realize is that not all herbs have to have a standardization to be effective. Like, absolutely. I don't know if it's just a generic or if it's unstandardized at all. Um, but just because KSM 66 is a 2.5 doesn't mean that the generic isn't anywhere near that, right? You're still getting those with, with that with analyte content. Yep. The only thing is you're not getting the power output or testosterone claims or whatever that you're getting from KSM 66. Just like if you went with a Shodin or Nuganda, you wouldn't get the same claims. Dude, absolutely. And one thing that nobody ever accounts for is that there are no studies that have this ingredient with 20 other ingredients, how that impacts your body. Is there synergy? Is there canceling out effect? Like you could take some amino acids that might inhibit the ability of something else to absorb or with a lot of like nootropics, there's a lot of like kind of productive things that you can take together. So nobody looks at that too. So like, do we need KSM if we have other adaptogens in there that are going to help kind of contribute the uh, desired goal? And is there synergy with all of these in a good way, synergy in a bad way? And that does take a lot of research to develop and go, to go into, but um, we do have a couple doctor friends in the industry who've kind of helped guide me a little bit, tell me this is a trash formula. <laughs> Our dude, you're on the right track and you probably know the doctors I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, that's such a huge point about how literally none of these products have any studies together. No. Like, um, what was it, two years ago, uh, University of Arkansas did that study unfunded by Nutrition 21 comparing citrulline and nitrosgene. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there like, okay, but if you had all this time to run this study, why didn't you run, run one group where they were together? Like, because yep. every nitrosgene formula ever has citrulline with it, right? <laughs> Unless you're our friend, Drew Peters, who hates citrulline. Um, you put them together. Like, is, is it, a, do they add together or is it exponential? Do they not work together? People want to know. None of these products have any studies of, of any of these ingredients together. No, dude. And that's, that's what's kind of like weird to me out when you combine all of these different nootropics, like, is there like a neurodegenerative effect on taking that over time period? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what kind of like worries me a little bit, but um, this is something that we actually wanted to go into is to make a proprietary formula, but have a study behind that to show that this is the exact same thing that's going to produce X, Y, Z kind of thing. So I do think companies that get bigger are going to start doing that. Going back to proprietary, but can't say, Hey, it sucks as proprietary because they say, no, it gives you 15% more endurance. And then it's completely validated. It doesn't matter what the fuck is in there. It actually works. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Like as, as the guy who speaks out against prop lens, right? I wouldn't be mad at that at all. If you actually spent the money and had the right parameters for a study and showed, you know, good data, at least useful data, I think that'd be, I think that'd be even more dope than the transparency claims. 100% because to your point, you don't really know what they do in conjunction with each other when combined. If yeah. there's synergy or if there's like cancellation within these ingredients, but if you have an proprietary blend and it does something like that is like BDE, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is awesome. And I think, you know, I did think one company did it. I think it was on it. I'm pretty sure they had a pre-workout, like a natural one that had studies behind it and they made it proprietary. And when I saw that, I was like, that's pretty freaking cool, dude. Cause now you're selling the studies and not just some sort of like hyperbolic formula that you have to inflate, you know? Yeah. We, you and I have also talked about uh, competing for absorption. 
sizes of ingredient of, of uh, molecules stuff like it, it it's entirely possible mm -hmm. yeah it, absolutely like uh taking arginine with any kind of protein it's not it's not gonna fucking absorb you know so imagine like the small amino acids compared to like a big amino acid like leucine or something yeah it's, it's gonna have a different rate of absorption or it's going to completely cancel it out at all and one of the arguments that i had with a doctor was that glutamine which is like the biggest could cancel out almost every amino acid so if you take that in abundance with amino acids, EAAs, and you'd have to do a muscle biopsy, and that'd be the best thing. It's like, okay, ingest this, and take a little sliver of your muscle, do an analysis. But to my point, like, yeah, there's going to be bigger molecules, um, take more of like a process to digest in your body, where the other ones are just going to pass right through, you know, not assimilate at all. But I mean, we know it happens with minerals, right? Big time. Big time, dude. There's a cancellation of minerals, and that's why a lot of multivitamins are just, you know, <laughs> expensive urine. That's what they say yeah. on the forums. Fluorescent animal pack urine. The best. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, um, you, we mentioned Legend before. Um, Legend was a huge seller for you guys. I remember it being legendary back in the day, at least in brick and mortar. It was huge. I remember. Uh, I remember stopping in at sub stores, and they'd, they'd be talking about how well it sells. You guys are relaunching it. If not, you haven't already. It's coming in a, in a new version. What when you have something as flagship as Legend is? What goes into the reformulation of that? Because people expect a certain thing from it. It gives a certain response. Mm -hmm. Are you nervous when you when you reformulate something like that? With Legend, big time, big time. I mean, it was you know a proven winner. So. Yeah. The only reason we reformulated it, well, there's two reasons. One, we're doing the rebrand. So if there was going to be a time we reformulated it, like now would be the time. Second, it had Vaso 6, which I'm, I think Vaso 6 is great. But myself and other people who have taken it with a stimulant has deadened the effect of the stimulant. It, and it really, I mean, I took it with a, a DMHA pre-workout. I was like, wow, I don't feel any DMHA. And that was the only thing that would be, you know, inhibiting it. So... All of our customers, they take it pre-workout. If they're taking it with Devastate and it's lessening the effect of the stimulant or energy, then it's just like counterproductive, right? So if you do take Vasa 6, I don't say take it pre-workout even though it's for pumped. I just think it's going to be, a, unless you're doing it like non-stimulant, then that makes sense. But our customers were taking it with Devastate. So taking that out, like, okay, how do you take out one of the big like call-outs of the products we had at 600 milligrams, which is super, super expensive, and then justify it with other ingredients that are also, that they have some sort of consumer awareness or that are unique to the marketplace. So we did both. We use Purple Force, which is a purple tea extract that increases overall or decreases time to exhaustion. So it increases your performance output and endurance. That's a cool ingredient that's pretty rare in the marketplace. So the actual like uh, awareness is, is super low. So that gives- Hector Lopez? Second? Was that Hector Lopez? Yeah. Dr. Hector Lopez, get this right. <laughs> <laughs> so we use, we use Purple Force and uh, it gives us just another unique talking point. The other two ingredients, which are well known, it's just Long Jack and then Icarin. So one's going to help out with blood flow and some sort of PDA5 inhibitor. We don't have it in a massive dose, but again, like we have other ingredients in there. And I do think there's a good synergy with Long Jack and Icarin. I think they do play off each other for libido. And another thing we wanted to do is like, okay, how do we make like a virility formula within this that could actually, through secondary, you know, mechanisms like blood flow, 
help your performance and be available to both men and women. So that was the, the kind of thing. Like I love LJ 100. So I put 300 milligrams of that. Icarin standardized for 20%, I believe. 50 milligrams of that. And then 100 milligrams of purple force, which is fucking expensive too. <laughs> to make it more of what it really is, is it, it's a performance enhancer, like a natural herbalistic performance enhancer. With the Vaso 6, I felt like it pulled that away because they take it with a pre-workout. It deadens the stimulant or energy in there. So that's where it becomes, you know, counterproductive. That's interesting. I, I like the Vaso 6 a lot. And I actually kind of said um, a similar thing on our story the other day. We had some people asking about it. I think that you're going to start to see it in more than just the blood flow market. I think you'll see it in other areas. I think it has a lot of different performance benefits. And I think that the whole, the lawsuit and then the, um, the year of the quarantine kind of deadened the amount of data that could come out helping it. So we only have blood flow data for it. I think there's going to be a lot of other benefits coming to it. I think the world of Matt, but I like what you said about taking it just more of like a approach that makes sense for the consumer. Cause if people are taking a pre-workout, they're going to inherently maybe question whether or not devastate is really as strong as it is, which is a problem for you. Big time, big time. So Whenever we do formulas, like the biggest thing I hate within business or when people come out with formulas is just redundancies. You have things like are identical that can't be taken together. Whereas our line, like you could take every single product, you know, yeah. maybe Ember and Devastate at the same time, but everything's meant to work well with the other thing. You know, be like a contributing factor. Um, so that's what we had to do with Legend, dude. And our last Legend crushed it. And this, we did start the uh, Legend sale. It landed, I believe, like three weeks ago. And uh, we completely sold out two weeks, like, everything. And we did like thousands <laughs> of bottles. And I wasn't expecting that. But prior to that, I was talking to people, talking to all of our accounts. I mean, we have a really good customer base online and people were amped on it. I mean, they totally understood it. And I don't think it would, I mean, literally as far as a unit sell, it was the biggest sell we've had to date, even over like Devastate. That's awesome. So, which is kind of like, you know, our flagship. So that was kind of weird, but I was like, holy shit. Okay, cool. That just shows to me, like it's finally proving that we're not a devastate brand. Devastate is right. just one of the assets that we have. Whereas before it's like all eggs in one basket, just devastating. And then you're so like more vulnerable to like market fluctuation, consumer, like what they want. <clears throat> was that a worry for you that you were becoming a devastate brand? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And all my business associate friends were like, Dude, you're going to bury yourself. And that's why we see a lot of brands bury themselves. Now they're trying to come out with other things to establish the line and people don't care because they're already irrelevant. It, and it's funny. I remember when I was at, I was working with vitamin shop a couple of years ago, they were joking about how BPI can't sell protein. They just don't sell protein. It doesn't sell for them. Brands pigeonhole themselves. I, I think uh, protein might be a bad example because a lot of brands can't sell protein and, and protein so low margin, but Cellucor renamed their website C4, right? Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, you have to own it. You got to respect someone who, who realizes it and, and owns it. But um, I don't know, dude, 2019 showed to me that you guys are not just a, I don't know, I would say Devastate brand, but like a, a stimulant brand. Like your Ember isn't your only thing. Your Devastate isn't your only thing. You're able to do a lot of other stuff and people love it. Dude, absolutely. And like, it's so funny because CR3 actually does very well with us. And uh, looking at the like the top surface, you're like, Why? And it absolutely freaking crushes. So I think 2019 was just all about diversification of our portfolio. And how do you have like this encompassing brand that offers something for everybody, 
And then when you have something like that, it's like now brands are Jaro. Like they have every fucking thing you can imagine. So if you buy it, you probably could stick with that for life because they got everything. And I'm going to tell like brands, brands that are listening to this, just, just do this. I'm helping you out right now. When you build products, you need to build loyalty type products. Pre-workouts are not loyalty type products because you're not going to take the same fucking pre-workout for more than a couple containers max, right? You're going to take the next big thing that comes out. Loyalty products are something that actually contribute to the individual's lifestyle, their wellness of something that could take as a regimen every single day. And that's what we did in 2019. And we had natural growth. We had growth every year, but 2019 was like, you know, 250% growth. It's it's pretty fucking crazy. I mean, it's, it's logical, right? Pre-workouts might really make you, you might feel amazing on a pre-workout. You might have the best workout of your life, but you know that you go back to that brick and mortar store. There's 20 other ones that can do that for you. But if you take a greens product that enhances your digestion to the point where your, your mind feels so much better, right? Cause we know that the gut is attached to so many other things. That's something that you're not sure other ones can do. Right? Yeah. No, absolutely. And that was kind of like our big goal is to just not be like a brand owner or a business owner, which is just based off of ego, but like, how do we make products that genuinely help people right. and heal them from the inside out? So the remainder of this year, we have a couple things coming out that uh, I guess I could talk about a little bit. We have this gut formula that's going to be in a powder and it contains everything that you need, like pre, post, you know what I mean? Everything that you need, pro, so that's going to be coming out. That's like something I've been wanting to do for a while that literally could be like a life changer for people because a lot of people with depression just have some sort of imbalance in the bacteria inside of their stomach. And they, we know that your stomach has as many neurons as a dog's fucking brain and dogs aren't that dumb. I mean, they can't figure some yeah. shit out. So there's a huge contributing factor to having like bad gut flora or your microbiome inside your stomach that goes to like neurological issues. And uh, a lot of my friends have went through stuff like that. So this formula is like a massive passion project for me that really- That's what I, I wanted to get weird with you for a little bit. I want to talk about, <laughs> I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to bring, cause, cause you're, you're aware, right? Of the world and where things are going. And as an owner of a nutrition company, right? That is aiming to help the wellness of your consumers. Like what kind of responsibilities do you feel and how do you, how do you do that? And it seems like this gut product is one way that you can address that, right? Like so much of the world is eating processed foods and ruining their bodies and their minds because of it. Are there any other ways that you feel responsibilities? Because, because we, we see this on your content all the time, you're concerned with the state of the world. It does that, does this play into that at all? Yeah, dude, absolutely. Like my whole goal would be able to get, Australia's calling. My whole goal would be able to get inspired to be some sort of like nonprofit, literally, where I could just like diagnose the issue and then find a fucking remedy for it because we know the corporations, government don't get two shits except the bottom line that fuels them. And having the power that you do as a company owner with a bigger company, then you do have those kind of capabilities. And that's why I could definitely uh, commend Aaron over at Redcon One for starting their, I don't know what it's called, but the nonprofit that they have to give to veterans and active men and women but with us since i don't have the capacity to do that right now i could come out with formulas that truly help the individual from the inside out and like the world has a problem with mental illness and mental illness could be a bunch of different things but it's systemic from the gut and that is like nine times out of ten 
where the mental illness comes from. If, if you talk to like Jordan Peterson, he's like, no, there is no mental illness. People are just fucking lame and lazy. Which <laughs> is probably like the massive part of the populace too. But we know like if you're sluggish, if you have issues like thinking, it all comes from the gut. So yeah, to, to go to that, coming out with this next formula that probably is gonna be the next announcement, which will be really big with you guys because it'll probably be August or September. And it'll be a huge, huge launch. It's like, okay, if the world has an issue with this, like how could you come up with a supplement like nutraceuticals to be able to help that? And uh, that's going to be the rest of the direction. I love sports nutrition. I do, but I feel like so much in sports nutrition has already been done and there's not a lot of new science out there or new ingredients to really get stoked on. You know what I mean? People are stoked on S7. I never jumped on that craze. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> but like, you know, how do you make innovative sports wellness and that's like my main goal for the rest of the year so we do have at least three more solid launches and then the rest is going to be tons of flavors like we have the 10 amino flavors coming out it just seems like there's these different camps right there's like sports nutrition which is pretty much just bodybuilding right there's like <laughs> like like when you really think about it it's really the bodybuilding industry there's biohacking which i know some really cool biohackers but for the most part it's a very weird community it's not very relatable to a lot of people. And there's this area in the center, which really seems to be a lot of like our consumers, which are people who are just generally self-aware and they want to take care of themselves and live smart, right? And I think that's kind of where that sport wellness category is. People who take care of themselves and that they understand their bodies. And I think that you guys can really own that really well. Dude, I appreciate that, man. And that's our main goal because... There's so many dope sports brands, like we were just talking about Nutribio, some of the best formulas out there. Now with Unbound, the shirt that you're wearing, super stacked formulas, or Morphogen, very stacked formulas, you know? And Morphogen actually did a really good job getting into more of the wellness too. Their, their wellness formulas are awesome. Um, but that's, that's what really intrigues me because it's like, okay, you go into the gym, but what percentage of the day is inside the gym? Okay, maybe it's like 10% max or, or 5%. Right. So what's the rest of your day look like? What could you add in as some sort of supplement or an asset to your life to enhance like the life experience, to enhance yeah. your overall like happiness and joy? And that's more of a wellness. Like we know things are diagnosed and I want to come up with like a remedy and a solution, a potion that helps people like that. Well, I know the I know that the consumer is there. You know, you you brought them up, so I'll talk about it. Morphogen is a pretty cool case study for it because. Ben is constantly reposting stories of people with Nutrigen, which is like a superfoods type product, right? And talking about how much it helps them. So I, it's a good case study to show that people do care about it. it and digestion is not sexy. You know, it's, it's not something that people want to talk about, but people are talking about it. They're talking about the changes that it makes for their life. So there has to be a way to, to, to make it more widespread. Or even if you want to say like, like Revive MD is doing a good job of showing that this stuff can be popular. Mm -hmm. uh, it just needs to be branded kind of the right way. And I think that you and Landon are doing a good job at making it fun and interesting and different. Obviously with, with, the, with the help of your incredibly good looking videographer as well. Dude, he crushes it, man. I miss Nate so much. I was just talking the other day of how he's like, exceedingly making massive cash amounts on AMC. Is he really? Yeah, it, it, I, I'm so happy for the guy. 
Um, yeah, but to that note, it's like, okay, you know, how do we come up with things that truly benefit the individual and not just our bottom line, but have synergy there because I need to feed my family too. And I think a lot of my perspectives changed when I had Dakota. You start building the family and then you just have this like tied in love for humanity to thrive because you know that she's going to be in that world and you want the best for other individuals too, because that's going to be the atmosphere that she's cast out into. And that plays into a lot of thought processes that we have, I think. I don't have any kids, but I Good. imagine. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Until you're, you're not 30 yet. What are you? You're late 20s, right? I'm 28, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I had Dakota when I was 33, so you got five years. You're good. 33 is a fine age. I don't know. I, it's, well, so like I, right now I'm out in Florida for the ISSN conference and like Mike, Mike couldn't come. He's a family, you know? So uh, do you feel you, how, how is like owning a company as a father? Like, like you don't get to travel and do all the same stuff anymore, but we're also kind of clown world right now where that isn't really a factor as much anymore. Biden's America, King Kamala, fucking losers. Get out of here. Jesus guys. Yeah, so it, it was like a little bit prohibitive, but I mean, Stephanie's freaking awesome. We just had Sedona. So obviously the first couple of weeks, and this is why I can't go out to see uh, the boys in South Carolina. Um, but no, I just, I don't travel as much because I hate fucking flying. I hate being in close proximity of other people breathing on me or trying to start a conversation, small talk that I don't want to fuck with. It is not worry. They, they wear masks. They're not breathing on you. <laughs> I know, dude. It, I, I call them face panties, but I heard somebody say face diapers, and that's, I think, definitely <laughs> a relative term. Um, dude, it's, it's just like I got tired of flying because with Dimatize, I fly, I'd be on the road yeah. maybe 75% of the month, you know, for two, three weeks at a time, which was fun because I was in my mid, mid-20s. That was dope, but now it's like I'm going to go if it's an event to really, like, shake hands and get that kind of like uh, communication level and bonding level. So I'll still go to Olympia. Still going to go to the Arnold because it's just like a family reunion there. I've been in the industry so long, you know, that it's like, we know everybody. So obviously, and then we go have fun too, which is probably a big factor. <laughs> so we have, we, we haven't a lot, had a lot of questions tonight, but we have one here. Opinion on lithium. Any antidote on butyrate and lithium together stimulating healthier microbiome? vagus nerve environment this is your realm because i have not done digestion yet damn you know what and lithium is one thing that i've been told about but i have not put in time to educate myself so i couldn't give you a clear answer on that you, you have to try some lithium i, I got to try it out and, um will wallace who i actually just spoke to today did it in a nootropic and it is it is pretty interesting i never thought about taking lithium yeah but because they give lithium to people with bipolar disorder yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking like microgram doses versus like large oh, yeah. doses, but yeah. I don't know. It, it's a, it's a very interesting feeling. Yeah. When it comes to metals and your body's lack of ability to process or get them out. So they store there. I'm very selective. Really? Take it. Absolutely. Like selenium, iron, like, mm -mm. yeah. Cause they, they accumulate inside your body. And uh, yeah, it just creates a terrible, terrible fucking environment. I mean, iron, too much iron, you start to oxidize inside your blood. Yeah. You know? And same thing with a lot of other these minerals too. So even like multivitamins, I tell people with our multivitamin, if you have somewhat of adequate diet, take two capsules and not the full serving. Because you don't. Like there's no reason to have a multivitamin for 100% on everything if you're eating something. Yeah. You get some in your diet, right? Some percent. So, yeah. So lithium, I'd have to do a lot more research into it. 
For sure. I've, I've heard people talk about it. So, all right. So what's, we got, we got 10 minutes. What's for 2021. I've seen the pipeline, so I don't want to say anything that I don't know is already public. What's the next three months for you guys? What can people look forward to? So next week, the 10 Aminos are launching, which uh, we pre-sold over the entire run. So we're having our manufacturer do a secondary run just to be able to keep up with the demand. So that was awesome because everybody I talked to is like, the amino market's so saturated. I was like, yeah, but if you put some actual like time and effort into it, you could crush it. Our amino fucking crushes it. So the amino is going to launch next week. Um, the next immediate would be Devastate Global and FSU Die Hard. Both have the 3D pump breakthrough inside of it. Both have increased nitrates too. So it's, those are going to be a powerhouse. Like when I formulated those two, they're meant to be taken together. Like we spoke, you know, and we're going to have um, a project that we work on with price and how we like communicate that to people. But we, we didn't want a bunch of redundancy. So with a uh, 3D pump breakthrough, we have it six grams each combined 12 grams. And there's going to be a company out there. And I won't mention them because it's probably them. I think that's going to have like 10 or 12 grams for their serving. But we wanted to have something that was competitive and also at the same time synergistic with each other. So both of the formulas are meant to be taken. That timeline is looking like end of this month or very early August. <clears throat> After that, it's going to be this digestive elixir that is it's going to be awesome because it came out delicious and it's impossible to flavor. But we're working with a really good flavor house. And they nailed it, dude. But it's something that you can have in the morning, at night before bed. Doesn't cause any kind of indigestion. Doesn't make you run to the restroom. It just starts to like fortify your stomach back to what it should be because it gives it that environment or the ability to build back that environment. After that, we're launching protein. So we're not discontinuing our current protein, but we are adding four new flavors. We worked with the same flavor house with this. So we sent our base material to it. Came out with four knockout fucking flavors. My favorite one we're calling street cart churro, which is just, you know, a cinnamon, <laughs> doughy, like churro taste. And uh, so what we did with these flavors too, before I'll go on a quick rant, we went back to like our childhood. So I wanted to go something nostalgic to me. And I used to go to Mexico all the time because I have family down there. And there would be these little street carts with churros that like fry them right there, throw like a pound of sugar and cinnamon on it. And that was the experience I have. So each flavor that we launch is going to have a story tied to it that we're going to talk about just to show people like transparency, vulnerability, like sincerity, that kind of stuff's gonna communicate. So four protein flavors, that's probably gonna be, man, if we're lucky, September. And, uh, oh yeah, that coffee creamer. Man, something like that too, for sure. Yeah, I hear there's a cool coffee creamer coming out. We've been talking Dude, it's about. revolutionary. It's so revolutionary, you don't have to put it in coffee, you just fucking eat it. <laughs> eat it. Well, you guys are also doing your coffee as well. Yeah, Brood. Brood sold out before it landed here. So that was kind of like an anomaly in that we had to get custom containers. So you have to order X amount. We ordered a ton and then they sold out and we're like, okay, the lead time to get these is horrendous. So that was like a, an interesting experience. Like it was a one-off in the States because I didn't plan on launching it here, but my partner in Australia is like, dude, powdered coffees, they crush it. And one of these, uh, the coffee houses over there that actually has their own source for the coffee bean, I think they're called Aroma. We worked with them, so we used their coffee inside of our formula. So it'd be the same thing using like, you know, a trademark stimulant or whatever asset of the company. So that's a pretty cool story there. So when we sold it over here, it's like, dude, this is the dopest coffee house in Australia, the Gold Coast inside of this, along with nootropics and 
this, there, and that. So yeah, brood was a big one for us, but it went like that. And the biggest tease in the industry is you launching an RTD in a different country. <laughs> so many people are pissed. God, we just crushed in Australia. Australia is like, it's not as big as the US, um, but we have a massive demand there. So we launched this energy can and there's a whole story that goes into that. Um, and I have no intentions. I had no intentions of doing that here because logistically it's just a fucking nightmare. Yeah. But with our distribution partner over in Australia, it was a no brainer. <laughs> there, there've been like containers of other energy drinks shipped and either seized, destroyed or sent back. So there's just this, uh, you know, gap that we were able to fill and it just oh. like, yeah, dude, we, it's it's been fucking crazy. But I'm gonna have a container shipped over here, and basically just gonna pre-sell it all. The only people that I sell it to have to buy a pallet, okay. and we're only gonna have I think there's like 16 pallets that could fit on a, a container. Sell it out, and then you know get another container over here. <clears throat> Pretty cool. I'm excited to try it out. I I just thought it was such an odd idea. Everyone else here wants to make RTDs as widely available, put them in every refrigerator from coast to coast. Mm. And Inspired's like, no, we're just, just going to send it to Australia. <laughs> we, we had a massive partner over there that dictated that decision for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I would do something like an RTD here if I had a relationship like Ghost has with Anheuser. Like, if you have that kind of connection, 100%. If you're having to distribute it yourself, then it's a fucking nightmare. Just the capacity of like your storage space would fill up an entire warehouse. Well, we'll give them the nod. Dan has a line. Uh, it's all about, or you know, it's what is it? It all matters who you go to war with. You know, your partners are everything. And I think that you guys do a good job, especially showing your Australia um, partner over there. I don't know exactly if how that works, but it seems like you guys work really well with the partner in Australia, and you've been able to blow it up over there. And just domestically. Fulfilling RTDs is such a pain. I don't blame you at all. Yeah, it's just a logistical problem. So you could go with a fulfillment company. We get really good rates on UPS, but transit time is going to be shitty because we're just fulfilling from Utah out of our own warehouse. And then damages, the likelihood of damages is, is yeah. horrendous too. So it's one of those things that once we get to the size or have a partner opportunity like that, for sure, like we're in talks with Vitamin Shop. If we get in with them, then we'll launch the RTD kind of thing. Because I, just... I had an RTD company send me 10 cases of RTDs uh, a year ago. Uh, nice. So I got I got a ring on my doorbell and I ran down my stairs and opened the door and the, the UPS driver was already gone. Like he clearly sprinted after he dropped the box of it. <laughs> there was a hole in the side of the box and one of the cans inside the box was spraying carbonated drink out the side of the box. Like... <sighs> Like shipping those things is such a pain. It Dude, was, that uh, guy just shook it up and then hit it with his key and was all deuces. No. Bro, this, <laughs> the condition of this box, he, this guy was like, I don't want to see him. Like, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> yeah, and it's unfortunate. We actually have to pay insurance because UPS is so bad at compensating their damages because they're supposed yeah. to give me at least a hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. um, so now we have to pay per package insurance just so they don't fuck up. And it's yeah. like, how does that make sense? It just shows you have zero integrity, bastards. <laughs> well, um, what's, we got three minutes. What's uh, what's the final note for this? What's What do you want to talk about? Man, 
the biggest thing to me that I need to convey to people is like how appreciative that we are, that we've been able to get to this level. And it's 100% from relationships and people supporting us. And when I started this brand from the ground up with a product that, you know, nobody really fucking cared about at first and I had zero freaking money to be able to do anything. So it was just like, Hey, could you pick this up store to store to where we are now as a worldwide company and the growth that we are continuing to have that's sustainable is all contributed to our friends, family, customers, retail partners, distribution, international partners. That is like, fuck, dude, it makes me, it makes me fucking emotional as shit to think about it because I'm like, dude, I'm just so blessed. Like, why me? Why Chris from a fucking small town? What happened? It's because I love people who just have the best relationships in the world. And uh, yeah, that's my biggest thing. Dakota, I'm on the call. I don't have kids. <laughs> I love my kids. They're relentless. Yeah, man. So it's just like appreciation. I appreciate you, Ben. I love you, man. So much so that I stab you in the butt with a whiskey sword. That proves my undying love. <laughs> well, you have to tell me when I can come out to Utah because I want to come out. I want to do a whole vlog out there and enjoy some time with you guys. Uh, I even convinced Landon. He's going to bring me in the studio with him while I'm out there because I want to see this shit that he does. Yeah, me and Landon are about to lay down a song too where I get to put some guitar tracks on it. So very stoked on that. You should talk to Kyle because he wants to come out here too. And maybe a Kyle Ben trip, get a freaking quadruplet out here. I'm all about it. We'll figure it out. You said it's way too hot. So when it, when it cools down, I'll come out. Yeah. And that's why I told Kyle too. Like it's, it's gets up to like 105. So midday, you're not going to do shit outside early mornings. You can late at night. You can, but like the daytime in fall or spring or winter, you could go hit the freaking doom. So we'll go take some toe pass, like thousand like turbo. Oh, I could take my truck out there. Actually, I've been wanting to take my truck out and go carve the hills. Let's do it. You'd love it, man. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on with me. We uh, will do something soon. I also want to do this over on Instagram because apparently we have different crowds between the two. So mm -hmm. sometime soon, I guess, well, we can say when we uh, when we do our deal for Devastate, because we're going to have something cool going on. Let's do another Instagram live for that launch and talk about that. Absolutely, man. I love Instagram lives because people are just so much more interactive. Yeah, apparently YouTube isn't that way. That's okay. We'll do another hey, one for Instagram. No worries. We could pr promote it and uh, people that didn't watch missed out. Fucking told you so. Told you. <laughs> do not want to miss the fucking Chris and Ben show. It's the best show out there. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs>